Hello and welcome to season four of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It's me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we start, let's get into the right headspace. Let's engage in the idea that this is the time where you are the priority. Let's take two slow, deep breaths just to get us centered. You can follow me. We're going to go in for four, hold for four, out for six. In for four. Hold for four. Out for six. Okay, one more. In for four. Hold for four. And out for six. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really love spending my time with you. And I hope that you are getting something out of your Monday motivation here with me. Hopefully you've been taking a deep dive into yourself in order to reconnect with what excites you. And I'm wondering what you've discovered. I'm wondering if you've shared your new ideas with anyone. If not, I recommend that you start thinking about with whom you can share these new discoveries. If you've been meditating and journaling, chances are your energy is shifting and your perspective is changing. Are you gaining clarity on who you are, who you've always been, and what drives you? Have you gathered materials and begun to create? Are you starting to see that a new pathway could be opening up for you? Have you started a new project or maybe a business plan? If you're making mental or emotional moves, or if you've begun to work on something tangible, it's important to verbalize these new ideas, to learn how to articulate them to see how they feel when they hit the air, you know? Doing this will inspire even more clarity and even more ideas. It allows us to voice our excitement and build human connection. By speaking these changes or new ideas, we claim this direction for ourselves. We start believing it for ourselves. We map our brain to achieve it. We put it out to the universe. We practice being vulnerable. We gain confidence. And also in doing this, We open ourselves up to feedback from others. Being open to feedback is a big part of the creative process, the part that is not always easy to do. So it's important to know how to protect ourselves after putting ourselves in such a vulnerable space. What we want to do is approach this feedback with an open mind. We want to listen deeply to the ideas of others. What we don't want to do is spend this time building a defense against what they're saying while they're saying it. We want to learn from them and their perspective. However, in the end, we need to make our own creative decisions. This concept is easy to understand if you've ever seen the reality show Project Runway. Tim Gunn comes around and critiques the show's contestants as they're working, right? Well, he doesn't always get that right. And sometimes the fashion designer sticks to their vision. And they don't make changes, even though he suggests it. This is not always the right call by the designer, 
But there have been many times where that look wins the episode. There's something to be said for sticking to our vision. But like in the show, sometimes we have to edit that vision to make it better than our initial idea. We cannot distinguish between holding our ground or editing our initial idea if we're busy being defensive. So we have to really take in what others have to say. Consider their opinions. Revisit what we want to accomplish and why we want to accomplish it. And then make the decision to either pivot from our original direction, tweak it, or stay rooted. Now, what happens if the feedback we receive is not what we had hoped for or needed? What if it sucks the wind out of our sails? That moment where we were so excited about it until for whatever reason, the person or people we shared our ideas with are not. I have three suggestions for this. Number one, sometimes we need to take a short break. Whether it's days or maybe two weeks, create space between what you're working on and where you want to take it. Maybe your aspirations are a little ambitious and you need to break your plans into smaller steps. Or maybe your plans are big, but you know you're the person to make that happen. Take your time to consider what you want to accomplish from many angles. Journal about it. Meditate on it. Let feelings about it surface. Take your time. There is no rush. So number two would be others sometimes respond to our ideas with their own insecurities. This insecurity could be because they want to protect you. Or maybe they don't want you to be more successful than them. Or maybe they don't want to be left behind. Or what you're doing is outside of their own comfort zone. For example, when I told someone I had an idea to travel the 50 states in 90 days to interview people about passion, their response was this, aren't you scared? I can't believe your husband is going to let you do that. I had to remind myself that their response wasn't about me and my idea. Their response was about them and how they would feel about doing my idea. They'd be scared and their husband wouldn't let them do something like this. Okay, so the third thing. Number three, we are prone to make up stories in our head about what other people are thinking or feeling. Did you really get negative feedback or could you be jumping to conclusions? Here's an example of this. We share an idea with someone or a work of art with someone or a personal goal with someone and they either don't respond or it takes them forever to respond or their response is weak. What do we automatically assume? We automatically think our idea is stupid. Our art is horrible. Our goal is ridiculous. We jump to conclusions and make interpretations that are not real. And let's say this, even if their reaction does mean this and it is real, go back to points number one and two. Either take a short break from what you're working on or understand that this person could be responding with their own insecurities. If we pay attention, we can learn a lot about others when sharing of ourselves. It's almost like being psychic. It's really, it's really telling. I'm going to leave you on this last note. What is the best way to know if you are headed down the right path? It's easy. You just follow your feelings. If something intrigues and excites you, keep going. If something causes you stress, doubt, or anxiety, You're not hitting the target. 
but that doesn't mean that you're far off base either. So take the feedback of others with a brave ear and then follow your heart. We would love to hear your thoughts on this. Come chat with me in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System, and check out MotivateMePodcast.com for anything else. I'm going to leave you with some truth talk from me to you. Listen, it's really hard to be vulnerable, but to me, putting ourselves out there or not is the difference between existing and living, the difference between settling and thriving. Feedback is part of the journey we're on, and learning how to handle difficult feedback is part of our journey. Please remember, you motivate me. I'm Lynette Rendell.